You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm American Girl dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we Today on American Girl Women, we are joined by Michaela Mutel, a Brooklyn-based tattoo artist who specializes in fine line, whimsical, and natural elements, plus American Girl tattoos. You might have seen the viral video of her AG work recently. Michaela grew up in Long Island, New York, where alongside her sister, she amassed quite the collection of AG dolls and even gave one a tattoo growing up. It's foreshadowing at its finest, and we can't wait to hear all about it. Michaela, welcome to AGW. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So Michaela, a lot of our listeners and just friends of Lindsay and I who support our podcast as well, (laughs) prior to you coming on today, had sent your TikTok about the American Girl tattoos to us extensively. Like <laughs> I I need you to know that every single person in my life sent me that video and was like, have you seen this? And it got to the point where I was like, I've seen it. She's coming on the podcast in a few weeks now. <laughs> Trust me, I'm aware. <laughs> but I that's love like that. That's the effect that your content had. Just want you to know that this was by popular demand from both Lindsay (laughs) and I and our audience that you come on and chat with us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited. I wasn't expecting that TikTok to blow up the way it did. And I had no idea there was like such a large community of American Girl Doll online. So (laughs) that was crazy to me. I was like, I found my people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. And for those who haven't had the pleasure of seeing this viral video yet, we will link it in our show notes and also post it on our Instagram. But Akila, you are of course a tattoo artist and it shares your work that is centered on American girl iconography from Molly's glasses to featuring kit on a postage stamp, a little coconut tag, an AG hanger, and my personal favorite, the American girl doll teeth, which are just so good. I was (laughs) screaming by the end of it, but so excited to chat through everything today and hear your inspiration and just hear more about your work as a tattoo artist in New York. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. A lot of that flash was actually kind of like a joint effort between me and my sister. We were kind of like bouncing off each other like, oh, remember this? Remember this hanger? Like, remember Coco? (laughs) So it was really fun to kind of like collaborate and remember like, yeah, like we fight, we fought over Coco. Remember that? Now let's make a tattoo flash out of it. Wow. Oh my gosh. What does a flash mean exactly for the uninitiated tattoo person like myself so it's kind of like it could also be called a pre-drawn design it's just Mm -hmm. something that's already drawn out all you have to do is put the stencil on ready to go ready the tattoo no like bringing an an idea to a tattoo artist okay that makes total sense I don't have any tattoos myself, but seeing your work, if I was to get a tattoo, that is exactly like I'm coming to you, Michaela. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I feel like Lindsay and I would have no choice but to get like a commissioned like 
Samantha and Felicity portrait, like the Molly one <laughs> that you did, um, because that is who our first dolls were. So that's like who we largely talk about a lot on the podcast. But yeah, I feel like not only like was it obviously viral because American Girls having a moment right now, but just like the cuteness of the designs. Mm-hmm. Like you really <laughs> captured like the essence of American Girl with those designs, which was so cool. Absolutely. Do you know how many people you tattooed with the American Girl Flash? So, so far only three because they're kind of like all upcoming now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's been really cool to kind of have conversations with the person I'm tattooing. I've found that it's like a great way to kind of connect with your inner child. Yeah. Not only for my client, but like also for me. (laughs) (laughs) that makes so much sense I mean I'm sure that you've found like similarly to us when talking to our guests that you like think you remember stuff and then you start talking about it and you remember so much more about it by like sharing with other people your experiences like I've had so many recovered memories talking to other people about their American girl memories that it's like, I'm so glad that other people are having that opportunity in different forums. (laughs) Yeah. How did you get into being a tattoo artist? What was your story like? So I was always really into drawing. I went to art school for a month and then I dropped out and I always wanted to tattoo, but I didn't really know if there like was a possible way for me to start doing that. But I started tattooing around when COVID started. Oh, wow. Just I had, like, so fairly recently. That's incredible. Yeah. And something that's always like been very interesting to me about tattooing is that it's like two really important skills that you need to have. You have to be a right. good artist and then you also have to be skilled with like the tattoo apparatus, which is a lot of stuff to like have to master, I feel like. How long did it like take you to hone those skills? I think honestly with tattooing, it's something that I kind of expect for the rest of my career to be learning new things every single day. Mm -hmm. I think it took me quite a while. I would say at least like six months to even think about how am I going to start tattooing actual skin? Like this is really scary. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What did you start on? I started on these like fake silicone arms like life-size yeah they were kind of creepy but (laughs) they kind of felt like skin like that and honeydew melons and then I started practicing on myself and my really good friends and I think that was super vital to me being like okay now I can tattoo someone who I don't feel comfortable with (laughs) right definitely that's a good progression there honeydew melons that's interesting Yeah, I spent all my money on honeydew melons, like, every day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bet those honeydew melons got some sick tats, though. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) At what point did you start bringing the American Girl flashes into it? I kind of have been, like, trying to dive a little bit deeper into nostalgic tattoos, and... I went to the American Girl Doll Cafe, I think like a year ago, and American Girl Doll has like been kind of on my mind. I've been seeing like memes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what would an American Girl Doll tattoo look like? So I started trying to find them. And I was like, there, why isn't there any? Like, 
I guess yeah. the only person who like would get an American Girl doll tattoo. So I just kind of decided to see what kind of memories, like kind of ask my sister about X, Y, and Z and try to make them into something that like feels like my style. That's so interesting. Do you think you would ever do another Flash series for American Girl now that like you've seen how popular it was? Yeah, so I actually got so many requests for kind of the same designs that I made a whole nother flash sheet that I've been sending to the people who request the designs that are already claimed and I'm kind of waiting to like post what I have left and try to make more (laughs) wow what are some of the designs that you've created I made Felicity's little coin purse I did a lot more like postage stamps of the historical dolls yeah oh those are so cute yeah oh my gosh (laughs) I love that I feel like when I think of American Girl tattoo possibilities there's so much like symbolism that's like associated with American Girl that I feel like there's endless possibilities even for someone who maybe didn't want like something super obvious like I don't know if you guys remember like the little symbols that were like assigned to each character yes. on their book yeah. that yeah. would be so cute as a tattoo oh my god oh. that would that's so <laughs> subtle and beautiful yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh. saying Lindsay we should get <laughs> we should get a Oh my goodness. (laughs) I love that so much. Looking at your work, I think the American Girl doll teeth really speak to me. Yes. Um, (laughs) The legs as well. The legs, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. I feel like this is going to just become like something that you're going to have like as a tattoo artist that people continually ask for because I feel like people are like so obsessed with American Girl right now, obviously. We feel that way that like you're going to keep getting requests. Like I feel like the the way that that TikTok like just permeated my friend group was like major. So I feel like it's not it's not over yet. (laughs) Honestly, there's like so many different possibilities with what you can kind of like turn into a tattoo like all the little accessories and the pets and the animals and definitely like a lot of the illustrations from the books Mm. would make like beautiful tattoos yeah absolutely do people put in requests for tattoos as well yeah so I've gotten a couple of requests for the American Girl doll legs with like different shoes Oh, cute. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of like the stamps of different faces and then some different animals. I can't remember their names right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think a posy tattoo would be really fun. The Felicity Lamb. Um, Yes. How funny would it be if someone had a Jiggy Nye tattoo? I feel like (laughs) he has such a memorable face and is such a villain. (laughs) That, that would, would be, be a, so funny to see. <laughs> that would be so scary. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's something that you'd have to like incorporate into like a full sleeve. Otherwise, it would be like it would be like a little scary on its own. Like you'd have to have like 
the entire like meet Felicity illustration collection on your arm. (laughs) Well, shall we get into your American Girl story, Michaela? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into it. Amazing. Well, Michaela, before we chat all things AG, what were you like growing up? I was a little bit of a weirdo, but like in a good way. I was really creative. I (laughs) kind of like went through different phases of what I wanted to be. So that was fun. (laughs) What were some things that you had wanted to be when you grew up? I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I remember dragging my sister along door to door down my street to sell like onions that we picked out of the backyard. (laughs) I love that so much. And that's selling something that people might want too. I know. I was like a little boss babe at like seven years old. Yeah. (laughs) Were people people receptive? Yeah. My neighbors were like very nice about it because I was selling these little onions for like five cents a pop that I like ripped (laughs) out of my backyard. (laughs) So cute. Oh my goodness. I think about that like every time I pass by like a lemonade stand now, like in the neighborhood I am, there are tons of kids and I feel like I can't go like two blocks without seeing a lemonade stand in the summer. And I never, I never get it, but I always like think I, I probably should, you know, (laughs) I would have felt so pleased if someone purchased something for me growing up true yeah I mean the inflation on lemonade stand lemonade is probably insane compared to when we were kids I feel like when I had a lemonade stand I would charge like 50 cents (laughs) oh yeah it's definitely like a couple dollars minimum (laughs) definitely we need to bring back like the 25 cent (laughs) yes honestly (laughs) So you were, were you also really artistic growing up? Yeah, I was very creative, like very imaginative and always trying to like create a new world with whatever I was like playing with or what I was kind of doodling on paper. Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned earlier that you have a sister. Is she older or younger? She's two years younger than me, but I definitely think she has like the maturity to be my older sister. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that dynamic. That's so fun. And you, and you guys were kind of partners in play during this phase of your life. So she was your fellow entrepreneur. I also saw that you loved playing GameCube. Can I ask which games were of interest to you? Oh my God. I recently just invested in a GameCube and like the original games I used to play because I couldn't find my old one but I really loved Super Mario Sunshine, Spyro, and SSX Tricky. Oh my gosh Super Mario Sunshine my brother and I used to fight over who would get to play that because obviously it was like a single player game and like so I think my brother and your sister are the same age. She was born in 1998. And yeah. um, the way that I would like manipulate him into like not getting to play, like outsmart him. Like, and, <laughs> or, or, like I don't know if you and your sister did this, but it would be like, okay, well, in 10 minutes, it's my turn. And then like two minutes would go by and I'd be like, time's up. <laughs> yes. And also I'd be like, you've been playing on it too long. Like I'm turning the TV off. <laughs> Like, you're not going to let me play. The TV is getting turned off. 
Oh my, God. oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, so Michaela, how were you first introduced and maybe also along with your sister into the world of American Girl? I think my Nana, my grandma, a friend of hers told her about it. And I think we were introduced like around 2002, 2003, I want to say. Um, she got a catalog and I remember like flipping through that for the first time and being like oh my god I want it all wow (laughs) they really know how to target those grandparents (laughs) they do seriously and at what point did you get your first doll I think for Christmas Christmas was like a really big thing in my family and it was definitely very big on American Girl doll that was like the star of the show always on the top of the Christmas wish list. I can't remember exactly who my first doll was, but I know that that was definitely at Christmas. Did your sister get a doll the same year that you did? Yeah, we'd each like get a doll. And then like, I think a little bit of like jealousy for whatever (laughs) doll the other person got. Oh my God, fair enough. (laughs) And take us through the dolls that you had between you and your sister. Yeah, so we had Nellie... Molly, Julie, Elizabeth, Samantha, Marisol we had, and I think a couple of the other Girl of the Years. Wow, that's quite That's an impressive collection. Having a sister pays off because you can get like double the dolls. (laughs) Yeah, double the dolls. (laughs) Wow, I love that you were in the era of the doll like best friends, like Elizabeth and Nellie. Yeah. That's so fun. I know they're so cute. They're so cute. And I don't know how many years they were available, but I feel like it was like a small spot in the AG collection. Yeah, there was there was like a brief actually even more best friends than I like could have even imagined once I started like, you know, investigating more like there's Felicity and Elizabeth, Samantha and Nellie, I think were the first best friend duo that they released, then Felicity and Elizabeth, then I think Molly got an Emily companion, Um, I think Mm -hmm. Kit eventually got Ruthie, Uh, and then there's one oh julie had ivy i think also and i know that like she's more rare because she wasn't around for very long but they really leaned into that best friend vibe for a while there makes me feel like nostalgic that Lindsay and i didn't get to experience that like time period (laughs) honestly i absolutely would have had elizabeth for my felicity she was always like my favorite friend of all of like the book series, probably because I loved the name Elizabeth growing up, which was also my middle name, which I also wanted to change my first name to. So I was always drawn to <laughs> all things Elizabeth at any point. Um. <laughs> I love that. That's so uh, funny. And there was also one doll that you did not have, but said you wanted to own, who was Lindsay, the first girl of the year. I absolutely loved her tights. Her like striped tights. She had like a lot of like very cool like of the moment accessories too, like almost like a razor scooter, I feel like. Yeah. Oh my god, those (laughs) tights are so cute. I can see why they appealed to you. 
<laughs> I thought she was like so cool and spunky, like punky yes. Right? And she had yeah, she had like an interesting haircut compared to like the other American Girl dolls. I thought she was really bringing something new into the picture, and like she she's like not a historic doll, but I like that she had like a fully fleshed out story. Yeah. Did you ever read her book? I didn't. I honestly like would love to read that now. Yeah. I wonder if people like read the books without having the dolls themselves, like how accessible the books were to purchase or like to be found on their own. Like growing up, we had all of the historic books in my school's library, which I loved to take out in elementary school for the ones that I didn't own personally. But I wonder if the girl of the year books were like introduced into libraries as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like probably. But then again, I'm like, maybe not because they didn't have the historic element. But the girl of the year books, I know that this isn't the case because they're not scholastic, but they feel like what you would get at like the scholastic book fair type of right. vibe. <laughs> oh my God. Totally. Yeah. I would, I would love to read Lindsay's book. I'm looking at it right now. I see the doll and her book together right now. And the Lindsay font is so funny to me with like, it looks like it's drawn in crayon. <laughs> I'm like, that's my name, but I can't relate. <laughs> That would be kind of a funny tattoo to have. (laughs) Anyway, growing up, were your friends also into American Girl? My neighbor, I remember she had like the full Samantha furniture set, everything. But none of my like personal friends from school really had American Girl doll. It was just like me, my sister, and my neighbor was a little older. So Mm -hmm. she kind of grew out of it a little earlier. That's fair. I mean, it seems like you got all that you needed out of AG playing with it with your sister. We were very creative. If one of us was going to go hang out at a friend's, the other would like babysit (laughs) the other person's dolls. (laughs) We would kind of like build with like boxes and stuff, schools and malls and kind of like, like you would play with Barbie dolls almost. That's so fun. Did you have a collection of clothing too, like outside of the outfits that the dolls came with? I remember some of the clothes. I remember like this outfit. It was like a purple sweater and a green skirt. And they made it so you could like get the actual clothes to match your doll. I never had that, but I wanted it so bad. (laughs) Uh, I hear you. (laughs) All I wanted, all I want is to have ag clothing for me now and yes absolutely (laughs) yes oh my god i mean they i feel like got really into releasing a lot of clothes that matched with the dolls that were more modern like back in my ag era there weren't so many options that also matched the dolls but from catalogs that i've seen from the early 2000s like there are really beautiful outfits that you could coordinate with. Were you more drawn to the modern clothes or the historic for, for the dolls that you had? It would kind of range from the historical like gowns and dresses that I thought were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like particularly Elizabeth's pink dress with like the lace crisscrossing. Uh, on stunning. The, oh, 
I loved it so much, but I also really loved Julie's clothes and kind of like Molly's clothes too. I remember she had this like denim dress and it had these like puffy sleeves, these short sleeves that were, I loved it. I like wanted clothes for my dolls that like I wanted to wear myself. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Living vicariously through the dolls. Elizabeth's like pink dress I feel like is American Girl doing pink right because for some of the newer dolls that are even like the Samantha's like still around but they like gave her a new dress like whenever they like use like a pink or purple or like bright color I feel like it like looks cheaper than Mm -hmm. like a real historical outfit but I feel like Elizabeth's pink dress like doesn't have that problem for some reason like it looks historically accurate I can't explain it's just beautiful (laughs) it's It's gorgeous gorgeous. (laughs) and now were you of the Felicity era that she had the purple dress as her meat outfit I think the dress she came in was like a kind of patterned white dress that ended at the elbows and it had like little flowers on it okay so the original meat dress of Felicity yeah that's a classic that's what my Felicity is wearing right now it's stunning (laughs) very historically accurate feeling were you mixing outfits amongst the different eras of your doll like did you ever put your Felicity in a Molly outfit or did you keep everyone kind of to their time periods we definitely tried out all the outfits like mixed and match like we try like (laughs) Molly's clothes with like Julie's love that I mean you know why not (laughs) I think it would be funny to like put like Felicity or Elizabeth in like a totally uncharacteristic outfit like Julie's like bell bottoms or something like that (laughs) oh my god when you had them in the different outfits I always wondered this do you treat them like they are still their characters from their eras like would you still have like a storyline of Felicity when you played with them or was it just creative freedom for everyone involved? I think it was more creative freedom, but also like keeping the same names to the dolls. Okay. Mm. But kind of also giving them like their personalities, right? So like Julie was like very like happy and strong and just kind of like mixing that with the other dolls' personalities. Did you and your sister ever have, like, arguments over, like, someone mishandling, like, the hair <laughs> or something like that? Yeah, I I remember I cut off the hair of Samantha, I think, because I really thought that they, like, needed to make boy dolls. I thought that that was, like, kind of missing in the mix. <laughs> so I cut off Samantha's hair I took a pink (laughs) Sharpie. (laughs) Yeah. I took a pink Sharpie and like gave her tattoos. Um, Yeah, that was a big issue for my sister. (laughs) Wow. Did you consult her before doing this at all? No, definitely not. The tattoos, I think, yes. The Sharpie tattoos, yes. But the hair, probably not. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, how short did you cut her hair? Like, you could see the little, like, threads, like, <laughs> in the hair. <laughs> Too oh short. My God. 
Buzz oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I mean, I absolutely manhandled my doll's hair too. And so did Lindsay. So it's like a rite of passage. <laughs> I feel like with Honestly. American Girl, like I, you know, am embarrassed at the condition that my American Girls ended up in after I was done with them. But at the time, it just seems like it's like, what could go wrong? Like, why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> that <laughs> like is amazing. You're like, like you're like creating a new doll. Right. Out of one that you already have. Right. <laughs> you're yeah. like I'll never get sick of this this is the right decision yeah <laughs> well, I love that you took the initiative you know you saw what your collection was missing and what AG at the time wasn't offering did Samantha keep her name did she get a new name Samantha got a new name I can't remember what it was but we also hid the doll from my mom <laughs> <laughs> Just so oh she wouldn't find out. <laughs> after after your sister's initial shock, did she then accept the boy into the collection? Yeah, I think she, I think my sister was like, "This might be good, you know. Maybe we need a boy <laughs> in the mix." <laughs> There's like more more elements of play that we can yeah. be doing with the boy. Right? You opened up a whole new world. <laughs> You did what she didn't know she needed. <laughs> I know. I did it for the both of us, just for like own benefit. <laughs> totally. So um, funny. Now, Michaela, a lot of your tattoo flash was inspired by imagery from the American Girl books. Did you have a favorite book series or like a favorite book out of all of the the ones that you read as a kid? I can't remember specifics from the series, but I know I read Molly and Kit and Julie and Josefina and Addie, but my favorite American Girl doll book of all time was definitely, looking back on it now, The Care and Keeping of You. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Iconic literature. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There has to be a tattoo in that book somewhere. I know. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be, but I definitely have to make one because I feel wow. like that was like so <laughs> detrimental to my upbringing. Yeah. Oh my it's, goodness. Everybody remembers like something about that book and it's almost like a universal experience. I feel like regardless of what era you grew up with American Girl and if you're like a millennial or Gen Z, you remember that book. Um, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I bet you could find some really funny tattoos from that book too. Like that should be like a wealth of inspiration. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it's also like a, if you know, you know thing, right? Right. Where someone's totally. like, oh my God, is that from that book my mom gave me when I was like, seven years old or whatever (laughs) (laughs) yes oh my god I know and the illustrations in that book are really cute they really lend to themselves I think to a a nice little tattoo so (laughs) that would be that would be amazing I hope somebody requests that because like I would love to see what you come up with for that oh my god I would love to do that (laughs) (laughs) that is incredible Going back to your dolls for a minute, Michaela, where are your dolls currently? Do you still have them in your possession? 
I really wish I did. I think a lot of them were given away to younger cousins and stuff, but I think a lot of them are in storage. My family moved recently, so they're still kind of unpacking. I know my mom has like Marisol brand new in the box somewhere. Wow. Yeah. That I'm sure is like worth money because any like girl of the year stuff is usually like pretty pretty hot commodity I feel like but that's really cool do you feel like inspired the next time you like visit to like bust out your American Girl dolls that are still at home because you've been like reconnecting with it recently yeah I found like a bunch of the books already and that was really like cool it like awakened this memory in me that I didn't realize I had um But I really want to see the condition I kind of, like, left my dolls in. Mm -hmm. It's kind of scary. (laughs) Right. A little worrisome. I hope you could find your Samantha, especially. Oh, my God. (laughs) Me, too. (laughs) That would be so fun to see, especially, you know, the tattoos. Oh, my God. Do you remember, like, what they were of? I definitely remember one of them was, like, a jellyfish on Samantha's arm, which I now have a jellyfish on my arm. I feel like that's very like full circle. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This, this is all full circle here. That's amazing. Uh, I hope hope you could find, you could track, well, I guess him. I hope you could track him down. I know next time I go home, I'm going to bust out the construction boxes, the the boxes and kind of like look through and see where Samantha Wow. It's so fun to see like dolls again after many years. Like I hadn't seen my Felicity in probably 25 years or so. And I found her last year and she was extremely mangled. Like I didn't know I gave her a haircut. I was not surprised that I did, but I did not recall doing it at all. And then Laura has recently Oh, you've had a saga, but it's, it's coming to an end. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, I, I feel like it won't fully be at an end until like all of my American girl dolls (laughs) have been located. But like, I mean, I think like what we've learned from all of our experiences is that whatever condition you think you left your dolls in as a kid, seeing Mm -hmm. them as an adult is so much worse than you could have imagined. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Mine were given to my neighbors and I'm sure they weren't in great shape when I gave it to them, but the condition that I have seen that they are in is, is not very good. It was rather shocking, but (laughs) yeah, like you, you just like in your mind, I think you're like, Oh, I, I probably just like messed up the hair a little and like the clothes. And then like, you see them and you're like, Oh, so much more than that. (laughs) Cause like the American girl doll body, like the limbs and stuff used to get like scuff marks on them sometimes right like you could really mess it up yeah they would get like loose sometimes too oh yeah I have like stuffing coming out of my felicity like (laughs) cotton is coming out of her joints I don't (laughs) I don't know how to fix that (laughs) oh my goodness I mean send it to AG doll cleaning. That's what I'm going to do with mine as like a Christmas gift to myself or something this year. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Michaela, there's this incredible account called AG doll cleaning where this person performs miracles, 
nothing short of miracles really? for dolls that are in complete disarray and re-wigging them fully cleaning them it's like night and day differences like tightening those limbs <laughs> yep oh my goodness the limb pictures especially she'll hold the doll like flat horizontally and like you'll first see like the doll flopping about and then it'll be like perfectly straight like wow so so stiff so crisp it is such a fun account to follow I feel like that's like so nice too because I feel like there's like an emotional attachment to the specific doll that you played with it's so true and like when you send the doll your doll to the doll hospital depending on what is being repaired if it's anything to do with the head the head is going to be replaced to a head that is not your own and I think that is you know there especially after so many years like I I don't know what I would get back you know replacing my Felicity's head it wouldn't look like my Felicity though like there are slight differences over the years so I think she's doing a such a great service for people who want to keep their specific doll and not having a head replacement when all that's needed is a haircut yeah. or a, re- a re-wigging yeah. I should say her prices are like insanely reasonable too because I've been yeah. like looking at it and it's like you would think that it would cost like a hundred plus dollars some of these yeah. transformations that she's done but it's actually like very reasonable I mean it depends on like what you're doing like mine would need a full tune-up so it probably would cost <laughs> close to a hundred dollars to do but yeah. to me that's like so worth it so yeah I, and to our listeners check her out if you're in need of some zhuzhing for your American girl dolls <laughs> that you've discovered in your parents attic <laughs> it's never too late to to redeem them to their original condition <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check it out once I find my dolls because I'm I'm sure they're not well. <laughs> it's yeah. funny though, like when you have a lot of dolls, like some of them are at least because like I had like five of them and some of them were definitely like in better shape simply just because I couldn't possibly like create chaos with all of them to the <laughs> same degree. So I think that like if I were to find... Uh, some of them they would be in better shape than others because there was just no way that I was going to be able to like inflict the damage that I was inflicting onto every single one with that many but (laughs) oh my god that's so funny (laughs) Michaela you also visited the American Girl store as a kid tell us what that experience was like Yeah, so my Nana took me for my birthday one year, and it was such, like, a personal experience where I felt so, like, important. I felt like a VIP. I really feel like being able to see everything, and I remember the little boxes that the outfits would come in with the little tissue paper. Yep. But I also remember my Nana... I don't know if my Nana told me this or like the people working there told me this, that I had a personal shopper and I felt like the most important girl in the store. Like they just made me feel so good. Wow. Oh my goodness. Did you get a doll that day? I didn't get a doll. I think I brought Molly and I remember eating at the cafe and 
having her little mug and her little plate and looking out a window. I don't think I got it all, but I do remember wanting everything. (laughs) I think I got, I think I got a pair of like figure skates for my doll. I remember that. Very cool. That's so cute. Was this visit just you and Nana? Yeah. So special. (laughs) I know it, it created a real, a lot of really good memories with my mom and my Nana American girl doll. Yeah, that's so cute. And everything that you described about your experience, I'm, I feel like is exactly like how they wanted people to feel going to the store, like that you were the most important person there, that it was like special, like that everything was like being sort of done, like with you in mind, I feel like is the goal that they set out to in to like achieve with the original stores they had I'm assuming this was the New York City store yeah in in Rockefeller Center I think yeah I went to that one as a kid too it was (laughs) mind-blowing yeah it was amazing (laughs) (laughs) well I feel like this leads in nicely to our last question that we love to hear from all of our guests and that is what lasting impression did American Girl leave on you I think to always keep my imagination as like something sacred to me and something really important to me and how much fun you can kind of have with your imagination and kind of seeing things and making things into what you want them to be. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. That's so important. And, you know, it, really speaks to your experience with AG growing up and having such strong, like fun, imaginative memories with your sister and then carrying that through today through your work. Yeah. I think that especially with the American Girl Doll tattoos, I don't know. I'm in a really great period right now where I'm like reminiscing so much and kind of connecting with people who shared similar experiences with me. Yeah, Yeah, it's that inner child work. And I love that American Girl, you know, obviously was geared towards girls of a certain age when we were kids, but it feels so easy to like, just get right back into it and like still very relevant to, you know, revisit all of those things that we loved about it today. I just feel like it's timeless, you know? Absolutely. Right? Like American Girl, I feel like represents exactly as you say, like imagination and also so much. I feel like for me, it was the first, one of the first moments that I could remember where I felt like I was taking a strong interest in history and learning and feeling that was like a positive experience. Like I love reading. I love learning about history and I'm learning about it through these dolls that have beautiful clothing. And I love that too. I love fashion. I love shopping. All of these very (laughs) early positive associations. I think American girl really hits on a lot of firsts for us. So connecting with people on American girl is a really special moment And, you know, through your work, through connecting with people who are looking for AG tattoos and, you know, our podcast, like connecting with people, it's like, we're able to just kind of like jump right into like these conversations where we have such vivid, special, warm, wonderful memories, because this was 
just all the happy associations surrounding this period in our lives. And it's amazing that we could still connect back into that. So well said. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's really fun getting into like the AG philosophy of what AG means and how you feel about it. Yeah. I know. That's why I think so many people are revisiting it is that like, it's interesting. There's so so few things like that would be considered like toys, I guess, like this from childhood that have this kind of effect on people. So it's nice nice to wax poetic, as they say a little bit about (laughs) American Girl. Honestly. Uh, Well, changing gears a little bit, Michaela, we're going to do a couple activities that we love to end our podcast with. And the first one will be a little AG dinner party. And if you were to host dinner and you can invite any two American girl characters, so the dolls, the family and friends of the main characters, who would you be inviting to dinner? Honestly, I think Julie, just because I feel like I see a lot of myself in her. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Coco, just to like meet Coco, you know, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like Coco may not contribute much to the conversation, (laughs) but I feel like it would be really cute to just kind of like have a little dog. Talk to Julie and have Coco sitting there. I, oh my god yes we just did a post on our Instagram about him slash her (laughs) because (laughs) the gender has changed throughout the years back and forth but the the love for that little dog is like universal and now they've changed it so it doesn't look the same and it's like really upsetting so I feel like, yes, original coconut, 100%. Um, <laughs> like the little weighted body. I can just like feel it in my hands yes, right now. I know. <laughs> the like felt bottom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. We haven't had an animal join for dinner yet. I yeah. feel like having that little little white dog there would be really fun. And it's, <laughs> and it's yeah. surprising that we haven't had an animal join for dinner yet. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that that would be funny if someone was just like, yeah, I'm choosing Posey and Penny the horse. Like, yes, just Penny. <laughs> two 1700s animals for my dinner party and I'm eating alone <laughs> at my apartment. <laughs> I love it. that though. I support it. Uh, Low so pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so for my um, activity, Michaela, which doll do you think that Rihanna would have if she had an American Girl doll? Oh my god. Rihanna would have Marisol only because I feel like the outfit that Marisol came in would be something that I could see Rihanna wearing like 2012 ish Ooh, okay love like, that idea the satin cargo pants and like the purple wrap top and the beanie <laughs> I just I feel like I could see it <laughs> <laughs> oh I my love gosh that. Uh, those satin pants are 
incredible. They're great. Yes. I think you're you're right about this outfit. I I'm looking at it right now. I love the scarf as well. Yeah, that came with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so cute. I oh my gosh, she has a lot of really cute outfits. Actually, she was pretty iconic. Yeah. Like her ballet um, outfit too. Yes. So oh my god, yes. Lindsay, you would love her ballet outfit. I feel I'm like I'm looking at it now and that metallic skirt. Is that the correct outfit? Yeah. The metallic yep. skirt and the leg warmers. Uh, I love this. I love everything about it. Yes. Oh my gosh. So great. I yeah, I think that that's a great answer. Based on outfit alone, I think it fits. <laughs> right? This tap dance outfit is really funny too. I <laughs> I, <laughs> I was Googling the other day. I was like, I live in an apartment in Brooklyn and I am not on the ground floor. So I was looking at if there was such a thing as low noise tap shoes. Like Ooh. I really want to do like a YouTube tap class. Yeah. Like I would love to get into that, but I would, I, I want the tap noise. Just right. my neighbors below me would not want that. Mm. I haven't, I haven't come to any conclusions yet I don't think it's a thing, <laughs> but it should be <laughs> you might have to go like outside right onto your deck oh my god imagine <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh well this has been so amazing and it's been so wonderful getting to learn more about your tattoo inspiration, Michaela, and also your history with American Girl and what inspired it. I'm so happy that you guys had me on here. It was so fun to kind of like remember all of these things and talk about them and kind of connect on them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it was such a joy to chat with you today, Michaela. Like, I just love all of the memories that came bubbling up. And I feel like everyone has such unique AG stories and yours was no exception. I feel like <laughs> I love, I loved how you created your own AG or American uh, boy, let's say. American boy doll. <laughs> your American boy doll. And how your love of AG carries through your life today. That's really incredible. And I'm just so happy that we are able to connect today. So thank you so much for joining us. And now where could everybody find you? And please give all the details because I'm sure we'll have some listeners hoping <laughs> to come to New York for a tattoo. <laughs> so yeah, for anybody's American Girl Doll tattoo needs, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram kale like the vegetable dot t-a-t love it thank you everyone so much for listening and we'll see you next time thank you for listening to american girl women for more ag women content follow us on ig at american girl women or send us your american girl stories via american girl women at gmail.com we might just read them on the pod if you like this podcast tell your friends and rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts